Well, uh, you know. I understand. Okay. Good. I understand. Good. Yeah. Um, but we were talking before about will we ever <laughs> will we ever stop quoting Glenn Gary? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I, it seems almost involuntary to me at this point. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do it without knowing it for sure. Yeah. Often you do. Yeah. I think. And uh, and I'm one of those people. And then you, we, we've also talked about having to not do it because <laughs> everyone in the room would think it was super weird. Yeah, exactly. But if like if literally if someone's like, "Hey, could you uh, could you get me get that chalk?" And I'm like, "Don't do it. People are gonna think you're weird." I definitely have a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, a lot of those. And I'm one of those people who will go to the well frequently. You know, like I don't really care how many times you've heard my no yes shtick. yeah 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 i no, just keep doing for it sure yeah yeah so um because you've made no changes <laughs> in your shtick since the day i met you <laughs> so yeah like people like you and my wife suffer the brunt of it because you've heard yeah. my stupid jokes Ugh. so many times oh that, my god yeah it gets a it gets a yeah. bit much yeah but my eyes can't roll hard enough <laughs> At your shtick anymore, but I don't think I'll ever stop doing Glengarry because it's it's a it's such a multifaceted jewel of fun things, you know. For there's, sure, there's almost a quote for every occasion. There, you know, it's true. Like, there's it so very little that you can't uh, find something in Glengarry that's relative. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what makes it so much fun. It's true, and it just kind of lives. It just kind of lives in me, and then when something you know, is adjacent to it or kind of comes up close to it. You know, it, it just mm-hmm. bubbles up and pops out. You sure. know, I can't help it. No, you can't. It's not my fault. You can't help it. No. It's because you've been ingesting. That's right. How much, <laughs> How much you've ingested That's of right. Glengarry. And then the whole place smells what of my farts. What a big man you are. <laughs> and the whole, place the whole place smells of my farts for a week. with your farts for a week. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's not my fault. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm. Uh, 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 will I? Will we, Will we ever reach a point where we're like, ah, I'm going to take a break? Right, right. I'm going to yeah, take right. a break from Glengarrying right. for a little while. Yeah, or just be like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Right, and then you know, and then the other curious thing is what would happen to our relationship? Yeah, like if you if there was a way to go back in time or whatever and just remove Glengarry from <laughs> the existence on this planet, would we even be friends? I think we would. You yeah. do? Because I think we 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 lived together before we had the whole Glengarry thing. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> no, there's no fucking way we would still be friends. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought we lived together while watching Glengarry all day, every day. Yeah, we watched it a lot while we lived together, but that sure. wasn't like the reason why we moved in together. Yeah, no, you know? it kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be watching this movie all day, every day, and this guy's going to be okay with that. <laughs> Maybe. It was kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else did you out. have to offer, quite frankly? <laughs> What what was there? I had that um that dining room set from the from the <laughs> thrift store. Remember, <laughs> with the cushy chairs. I had that. I don't remember <laughs> that. Is that really a thing you brought? Yeah. Was it, that in the kitchen? Yeah, in the in the, in the kitchen. Oh, had, that like, was where we sat. In the, yeah, yeah. No, sure. we never we never no sat we never did sit there. there. That's true. But uh, it was a. Like, That's a why little, I don't remember this. Right, <laughs> a small square table. Uh huh. And then these four chairs, it was like really like late 60s, early 70s style. That's the good stuff. Orange and That's brown, the fun stuff. Yeah, pleather yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? 
and I got it at the thrift store for like 20 bucks for the whole, the whole thing or whatever. Well, so. I brought a fucking fountain. You did. So, <laughs> That's right. Thanks, kitchen set. <laughs> and, and lots of free burgers from McDonald's <laughs> that were pilfered from the I freezer. I McDonald's. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome, everybody, to Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite Podcast. <laughs> And we are here at episode numero four. Quattro. Science, math, and geology. Another stuff is numerology. Numerology. P-dupes. I went in with a little P-dupes there. <laughs> did, so I, like, I think I'll do that. Okay. Pretty steady. Okay. Until we hear from P-dupes again. <laughs> I hope it'll P-dupes, be soon. Let us know you're yeah. okay, buddy. Yeah, that's right. Check, just checking in, P-dupes. Just, just please. Yeah. Just something. Anything. Something, yeah. yeah. Tap twice on your Twitter to so that we know you're okay. <laughs> nah, so number four is a lot going on here. Strap it in, buckle it in, whatever you got to do. Get comfy, but also strap it in. I don't know why those two things are a thing you say when things are going to be long, but get comfy and strap down. I'm ready. Because <laughs> both of those things you're going to need. All right, for me. All right, it's going to get jostly, okay. but it's also going to get boring. <laughs> <laughs> so get comfortable and strap yourself down. Ready. Four is a number, a numeral, and a glyph. Oh, yeah. It is the natural number following three and preceding five. (laughs) (laughs) It's look, it's fun to say, and it's just in there. So why not include it? Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I often, whenever I'm uh, reading that uh, in my research, I do it in a Dean Martin voice (laughs) for whatever reason. Go ahead. Did you do it in a Dean Martin voice? (laughs) No, not this time I didn't because I I hadn't slurred anything as of yet. (laughs) But it is the natural number of following three and preceding five. Uh That seems a little obvious, Dean. Oh, how you doing, Elvis? I'm doing fine. It's a real pleasure to see you here. (laughs) Well, it's real nice to be here, let me tell you. Four is the smallest squared prime. Ah, right, sure. so if you square a prime, four is the smallest version of that. Got it. Uh, it's the only even number in that form. So huh. any squared prime is going to be odd, right. typically. That's that's interesting. A four-sided plane figure is a quadrilateral. <laughs> What's the matter? I don't know. You don't like the way I said that? <laughs> I loved it. Well, you did? I enjoyed it a lot. Quadrilateral? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, the British say quadrangle. Oh, yeah, that quadrangle, is, quadrangle is fun, yeah. too. It yeah. is fun, yeah. yeah. Uh, which includes kites, rhombi, rectangles, and squares, sometimes also called tetragon. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. He was the Transformer in that last movie. <laughs> tetragon, he's, right? He's also a really good, like, spice. I like to put a little tetragon on my, on my salad. You That's know, not it just bad. Gives it a little That's extra not bad. Yeah, zing. I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like anything that can be a Transformer and a spice. <laughs> like, what if Megatron was a spice? That would be yummy. Wouldn't that be a great spice? Yeah. If you came up with a melange of spices, you could call it Megatron. That's right. And it would be fresh <laughs> as a motherfucker i mean you could dry the herbs the herbs don't have to be fresh but the the name would be fresh that's right yeah you see what i'm saying i, I totally you do. get where i'm coming I, from of course okay the atomic number of beryllium oh beryllium now see you say that like you're familiar you're well, not familiarium i no, but i like beryllium you do yeah you like the name i do you like saying the word I do, and it reminds me of something. Like I, it, it's got some association for me. I can't quite pull it out. Maybe we'll get to it that's as what I'm I hoping. tell you a little bit about beryllium. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> beryllium is a steel gray and hard metal that is brittle at room temperature and has a closed, packed, hexagonal crystal structure. Oh, that's cool. It is, right? 
And I got to tell you, I love some beryllium brittle. <laughs> it is so good. At Christmas time, you know, I make my own beryllium brittle. Right. It's so hexagonally delicious. Uh, you know what I hate? What? Is when they have, uh, they have like a fake snake popping out of a beryllium <laughs> brittle can. <laughs> Fucking hate that shit. Hate it. Always gets me. Because I'm like, ooh, beryllium brittle. And then. And there's a yeah, rubber and then, snake. Yeah, and then I go, oh. okay, fuck me, right, guys? Real fucking funny. Who's the prankster? Real great. I got excited for beryllium. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Bert did that to me once. Fucking Bert. <laughs> Unreal. It has a beryllium, that is, not yeah. Bert. Right. <laughs> has, has a, well, although the second part might be true about Bert, this has a reasonably high melting point and is <clears throat> exceptionally stiff. <laughs> and I don't know Bert's business. <laughs> I don't know what Bert's, better, I don't know what Bert's business has. Better yet. not to know. Is it? I think so, yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? Well, that's true. You know. Bert could be a fascinating... I don't want to summarily dismiss Bert's stiffness out of hand. (laughs) You make a good point. (laughs) Or in my hand, (laughs) quite frankly. (laughs) That's true. Perhaps I've been too too hard on Bert's (laughs) stiffness. (laughs) Well, today you have been. That's for sure. Moving on. Okay. Right? Still on number four. Yep. We're not on so that. None of that beryllium stuff made me think of what beryllium was all about for me. Like I got I mean, there's more. Was. There's, well, okay, but that, I'm moving on within the beryllium oh, good. subset. Okay, so great. don't don't be alarmed. Okay, there's was, plenty more beryllium okay, coming at you. Okay. <laughs> Again, get comfortable <laughs> and strap in. Um, the James Webb Space Telescope oh. uses a lot of beryllium in its, in its magnifying glasses. Okay. And this is one of those huge mountaintop... Programmable, right? You know the telescopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a big, big deal. Lots, lots of beryllium going on here, buddy. You'd love it. it. You'd love it. I would love it. There, love it. That sounds incredibly stiff. It has eighteen hexagonal beryllium sections for its mirrors Uh because the James Webb Space Telescope will face a temperature of thirty-three degrees Kelvin. Whoa! So yeah, the the the, it's it 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 is. Capable of handling that extreme cold. That's really better cold. Than, better than any other huh. sort of magnifying glass mirror, yeah. beryllium style substance. All right, that you beryllium. Might use. Is that helping you? Did that get you there? Nope. No. Okay. Moving on. Beryllium contracts and deforms less than glass and remains more uniform in these kinds of temperatures. For the same reason, the optics of the Spicer Space Telescope are entirely built out of beryllium metals. Huh. So it's good for telescopes. Well, yeah, I mean it's good at the at the low low temps, right? You know, uh, beryllium is non magnetic. Does that help you? No. Have you ever been like, I need something that isn't magnetic? <laughs> somebody's like, I got some beryllium over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I got some beryllium over here. <laughs> I understand oh. that that's not magnetic. At oh, all. beryllium, oh. beryllium, beryllium, oh, beryllium. <laughs> So, therefore, tools fabricated out of beryllium-based materials are usually used by naval and or militarily uh, used because of the explosive ordnance disposal teams. Oh, sure. They like a non-magnetic substance in their tools. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you don't want to blow up. You know what I mean? Blink. Yeah. If you're you're disposing of ordnances, you don't want to get blowed up. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of maintenance and construction materials for the MRI machines, the ah. magnetic resonance imaging machines. And it's probably good for that because it, it resists the, the magnets. So you get it. Yeah. You get it. That makes sense. Buddy? Yeah. You get it. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. This is something I do. <laughs> I've been a fan of beryllium for a long time. <laughs> Clearly. 
in the field of radio communication, it is powerful. Um, handmade tools made of brilliant, uh, tuned uh, highly. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful to watch. Was, was I wish great? other people could I watch that. I don't even know what like, I'm saying anymore. Just eyes darting and just lips moving. And and <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Maybe this will help you. For about 160 years, beryllium was known as glucinium. Oh. Does that help you at all no. with what you're talking about? Uh-uh. Uh, it's the Because the, the chemical symbol in the name coming from the ancient Greek word for sweet due to the sweet taste of the beryllium salts. Oh, maybe that. Now you're now. See, you know I have a sweet tooth. I do know that about you. I do know that about you. <laughs> maybe it's. Was it you just. My back a lot in, of beryllium chewing? Back in my college days, licking all those beryllium salts. <laughs> I had a big beryllium salt lick in my dorm. <laughs> I would just stay in there for hours, just licking away. Yeah. Yeah. Beryllium. <laughs> you just had a big old hunk of beryllium big, salt. Yeah, big hexagonal you say, yeah. beryllium salt lick. Yeah. And I would just, just work on that for hours. <laughs> it's the worst imagery I've had today. <laughs> I mean, I remember how stiff it was. The beryllium salt lick that is. <laughs> You're not talking about Bert. No. Because <laughs> you guys go way back. <laughs> I know that. I know that about you. Uh, beryllium is a component of several dental alloys, oh. despite it being toxic in powder form. So, okay. yeah, isn't this crazy? This it's is like crazy. you put it in your mouth. I guess it's not unlike mercury, right? Like if you if you sort of chip and uh, disturb the mercury, then the gases get released and you literally fucking go insane. And you put it in your tooth. Right. <laughs> Same with beryllium. Only you, you'll, it'll like a beryllium fiber or dust would start to eat away at your system. Wow. But let's put it in the old chompers. Yeah. What I say. That's the best place to put it. Right. I mean, what's the worst that could happen there? <laughs> it's the biggest hole in my body. So yeah. let's start shoving it in there. Nine first. out of ten dentists say, "What the fuck were we doing?" When <laughs> they talk about the beryllium <laughs> alloy being part of the dental constructions. Uh. I mean, it's bananas, right? Dentistry we, in itself is nuts. I mean, it is just like the craziest it's thing. It's grasping at straws yeah, at every turn <laughs> really is, is what it is, yeah, right? Just, the whole history of dentistry is in, just insane. It's ludicrous. We're going to drill holes in your face yeah. and then fill Sometimes it up with- Sometimes into parts of your jaw and right. skull. Yeah, and then we're going to fill it up with toxic chemicals. Hell yeah, we are. Because that's good for you. That's right. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really is like it's like a- Think locally, act globally. They just yeah. they just stop at think locally. <laughs> what makes this tooth work? Yeah, it's like medieval. Right there. Yeah. yeah, but what about the brain and the heart and all the no. other stuff? No, 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 no but no. the tooth. <laughs> I'm talking about the tooth. We're focused in on making that tooth hard and workable. Right, yeah. Which is, you know, Bert's nickname. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving out of beryllium. Okay. So nothing got you to your beryllium... Uh, no. Association. I think I just like it. Is it a word association? Maybe, but I don't know with what. Is it like thrillium? <laughs> maybe. Is it <laughs> yeah. like maybe? I think I th- it may have thrillium. <laughs> it's like I think it's it's reminding me of uh, like uh, like adamantium or something like that. It's some sort of like the beryllium something crystal in the blah blah blah. Like it's in some you story. Know, it might be. It might be. Yeah. Why like, not? It sounds like something like that. Yeah, I agree like with a you. Sci-fi story where beryllium, the, where there's a, a spaceship that's powered by beryllium crystals or whatever. That's right. So that's what I think it's reminding me of. So if anybody, if anybody, yeah, at Bird or anybody else can come up with what my beryllium crystal thing is, let us know. It sounds like Star Trekky. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Beryllium crystals. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look it up now. You're gonna look it up right now. I am. You mean Bird is? Well, I'll, yeah, I'll get Bird. <laughs> you get Bird on that. I need to give you my full attention. So. 
Boy. I'll have Bert do it. I don't know what I would do without it, buddy. <laughs> uh, here, here's the thing. I'll check in. I'll move on. And then we'll check back in with you. Yeah, and see what Bert comes Bert up with. on the beryllium crystals. Perfect. Right? Yeah, Bert, you coordinate with me on this whole research <laughs> yeah. thing. And and help Bill with the pronunciation of coordinate. <laughs> and with Bert. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so in politics, in your politico, uh, four, the four freedoms are four fundamental freedoms outlined by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I once had a bus driver when I was a kid that once said, we're pulling up to Franklin Delano Roosevelt Park. <laughs> I was like, Delano? The guy is not from South Philadelphia? You, you're a bus driver. You, what? What is happening? Delano. Delano. Yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, Delano. <laughs> Franklin Delano Roosevelt declared that these fundamental freedoms ought to be enjoyed by everyone in the world. Can you name them, Bill? Can you? No, I bet you can't. Nope. I couldn't either. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, uh-huh. freedom from want, okay. and freedom from fear. Those are good. Now, I think freedom from want is a bridge too far. Yeah, I really do. I, I think you're right. I think we all deserve that, but, I mean, what's the likelihood? It, it, I guess Delano. It, de- it depends on how you define want, right? Like, if, if it's extreme poverty... Do tell, do tell. Then yeah. I would agree, right? Like, right, like no one can, should be... Right, if desirous share, of necessities. Yeah, no one should be a billionaire, and no one should be homeless. You know what I mean? If we share a little bit on, you know, at the top or whatever, then Amen, we can, everybody can be a little happier, and Amen. that'd be good. I hear that. So I think that's what they're going for with the want thing. I like that. And it was just one guy going for it. Go for it, then one guy, Delano. <laughs> Go Delano. You might remember oh, it FDR. from such sure, sure, sentences sure. as the last one I fucking said. <laughs> well, Bert's in my ear with yeah, this whole well, fucking thing. Yeah, well, I know you're dealing with Bert. You got a whole Bert thing going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on from politics because that's really the only four in politics that I felt comfortable relating to the people fair enough four terrestrial or rocky planets of the solar system Do you, can you name them the four rocky ones in our solar system so earth that's right Mars that's right uh, I, think, I think I'm out after Ver- those two Venus and Mercury. Okay, the so two heading other towards the sun, then. rocky planets. They become rockier heading towards the sun because yeah, they're the ones yeah, out everybody further. Everybody gets a little rocky. <laughs> planets, you know what I mean? <clears throat> those are the rocky planets. <laughs> I didn't ask for those planets, but I do my best. I think we should rename them, though, don't you think? Like it's starting from the, the Balboa planet, or yeah, that or like we could name the solar system instead of the Milky Way, which is stupid. We could call it the Balboa. Well, I'm I'm all for Balboa over Milky Way, but I never had an issue and with Milky Way. Do you have an you have an issue with Milky Way? Well, it's not as good as Balboa. Well, that's my point. <laughs> okay, but if that, and then we okay. start from closest to the sun, and we start renaming them Rocky One, Rocky Two, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, <laughs> and then when we get past that, when we get past Earth, we start naming them Gassy One, Gassy Two, Gassy Three, Gassy Four. I love this. No, I don't like that. Gassy Balboa. No, no, <laughs> this is no. I think Rocky. No, this is a whole new franchise for no. the Rocky franchise. <clears throat> Gassy Balboa. I, sometimes you know, I have rice and beans. Uh, sometimes it's a gassy Balboa. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, huh? <laughs> Yo, Adrian, clean that up. Whoa. What? He's not misogyny Balboa. <laughs> Yo, Adrian, clean that up. How dare you? That is disgusting. You clean it up, Rock. Yeah, you know what? I'll clean it up. I got that. It's fun. I'm happy to clean stuff. It centers me, actually. It's good. It's good. I'll be good over here. I'm just cleaning this up. All right. Just wiping this real hard. <laughs> I think it's spick and span over here. We're going with spick and span. We're going for real clean over here. A deep clean, right? That's right. Yeah. You know how Balboa does it. Oh, yeah. 
<clears throat> well, he's more of a he's more of a of a of a you know he goes <clears throat> he goes in for the deep clean instead of like dancing around and like just cleaning up a well, little bit. Well, hey, yeah, point of order. It depends on which Rocky you're talking about because you'll remember in Rocky three. That's right. He really trimmed it down. He did. He, he, to, he beat Clubber with speed. That's right. Because he couldn't beat him with strength. That's right. Like he was accustomed. That's to. That's true. So I guess it depends on the stain that he's working on. The, I'm sorry, what? The stain, you know, or the or the spill or whatever he's working on when he's oh, cleaning. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Now he's going exactly. to attack it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you go at it with quickness. Right, that's right. Sometimes you go at it with strength. <laughs> that's right. It's all, you know, this stain is a lot like Club of Lang. I, just, <laughs> I, had to, I had to trim down. I had to get real lightweight. I had to almost featherweight that shit. So, so yeah, you know, it's a technique and you get in the gym, you do the work. That's all. That's and before all. he starts cleaning, there's this whole training montage with a lot of music that Sure, yeah, before. he's gathering the, <laughs> yeah, getting the, the, the cleaning the, material. The Materials, putting and on an apron, scrub and all that brushes, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah, he's putting on rubber gloves. <laughs> right. and yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. I do love, I it. love it. I love it too. Oh, Balboa, you fastidious bastard, you. Uh, we have four giant gas ice planets. These Ooh. are the other four. You got yeah, yeah, these. Yeah. You got these. Well, I mean, got, I know I'm putting you on the spot. But. Saturn, Jupiter, Uranus. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> and Pluto. It's I pronounced guess? Uranus. All right. Yes, you nailed it. Okay. Well done, buddy. Thanks. Those are the gas ice planets. Well, I know my gassy things. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 And you're cold as ice. Right. You're willing to sacrifice. Well, for love. Our love. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, foreigner. Help me out. Foreigner. Yeah. What a garbage, garbage cold band. Cold as ice. <laughs> you're they had as that. cold as ice. But they had that one great album that had all those hits on it. They had like three big hits on that the one. The greatest hits record. album. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. No, it was. No, I, I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, sure. I never got into Foreigner. I yeah. I were, don't. I don't understand the whole thing. Well, I don't. You're, I they're your Ario Speedwagons, your Foreigners. <laughs> I don't. Your Stixes. I don't know what to do with them. What do I do with you? It was a really weird period of music, wasn't it? Yeah, they were like hard rock bands doing soft rock music. Yeah, <laughs> was like really, that's exactly right. It was really weird. They really tried to walk the line. Yeah, and balladeering became paramount yeah and then kiss did uh beth you know just oh, to, right. just to kiss, throw just right. to throw their hat in the sure, ring sure, you know sure. they had to do it everybody's too. gotta yeah yeah it was bizarre yeah i don't like it <laughs> i don't like a power ballad yeah power ballads yeah. that's right yeah american power ballads baby <laughs> we'll turn it up oh <laughs> uh, look at look at what we have here buddy oh tell me we have a messier object oh wow m4 okay magnitude 7.5 globular cluster in the constellation scorpius Ooh. new constellation scorpius new globular structure how about that hey <laughs> it's a new day well, I'm glad to hear Messier, you know, didn't take a day off or anything. He's been doing these nah, for a Nah, he's in the single digits, too. He's yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Messier's all over this motherfucker. <laughs> he is. Come on. Give it up for Messier. Yay, Messier. Oh, you actually... Okay, cool. <laughs> I was expecting a little pushback on that. No. All insects with wings, except flies, have four wings. Is that so? That's what I just told you. What, <laughs> what am I telling you? <laughs> all insects... <laughs> With wings have four, except flies. Except for flies, have four. Wings. How many do flies have? Two. Huh. Just the two. Okay. I believe that's cool. Right? Yeah. Bi-winged. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. The mammalian heart has four chambers. Right. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Couple of. You were so. You had such an acknowledgement of like self. You're like yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. I have that as I, well as other mammals. Hey, I have those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Three at least three of them are think, still working. I think too. you have yeah, I yeah. was gonna say you have like three and a half yeah. going. <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh moving on to Buddhism. Okay. Take it or leave it. 
I, I love it. That's the expression of Buddhism. <laughs> Take it or leave <laughs> Take it. Take it or yeah. leave it. <laughs> um, the four sights of Buddhism. Observations which affected Prince Siddhartha so deeply and made him realize the suffering of all beings and compelled him to begin his spiritual journey. Okay. Do you know what those four visions were? I don't. An old man, a sick man, a dead man, and an ascetic. Oh. Are you familiar with ascetic? Tell me about it. Um, it's a lifestyle characterized by abstinence of sensual pleasures, Bill. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? I do. The opposite of me, in other words. <clears throat> <laughs> well, I was going to say you were practically three of the four. <laughs> the old man. Old man, sick man, dead man, ascetic. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I like it. Right? <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what compelled Siddhartha on that journey. And I'm remembering this vaguely as we did study some of that, uh-huh. right? I guess. Siddhartha, things fall apart, right? Oh yeah, things I, fall yeah, apart, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, the four elements of the world. Oh yeah, air, water. Um, boy, <laughs> And then fire and uh, uh, earth, wind, <laughs> earth, wind, fire, and air, right? How about that? Is that good? Hello? Anybody <laughs> there? Anybody <laughs> Bert? What? I don't no, understand. What? Stop, stop it. <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's earth, water, fire, and wind or air. Okay, I guess it's fine, yeah. right? Right? I got so confused. I started listening to them and then I was like, wait, earth, wind, and fire. Oh, I love that band. And then yeah. I started to no, kind of like good stuff. Know, try to remember what the other one right? was. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're like earth, wind, and fire and one other thing. Blood and <laughs> right? sweat and yeah. tears. <laughs> right? Isn't that, that's all the, right? All six elements. I got them. I nailed them. And then Crosby, Stills, and then Nash, Crosby's, and Young. Crosby is definitely an element. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. David Crosby was more chemical than man. <laughs> He's very elemental. Yes, he for was. Sure. Oh, my God. Okay, and then we're moving on to the four exertions Ooh. in Buddhism. Okay. Is this, this is really fascinating. I mean, we should be spending more time on this, quite frankly. <laughs> but we have restraint of the senses. Oh, that's good. Okay. Abandonment of defilements. Oh. And that's one I would expect you to take extra heed to. <laughs> Cultivation of enlightenment factors. Whoa. Little, little generalized language here, if you ask me. Yeah. Little, little like covering your bases, Buddha. And then uh, preservation of concentration. Huh. For instance, contemplations. Okay. You with all that? Yeah, I like all that. I mean, you like it in what way? You don't do any of it. What? So what? <laughs> don't, don't, don't jump. Don't. Huh? <laughs> I mean, come on. What, what's you? You do any of those? You don't do any of those? I think I do the last one. Like I, Your uh, path to enlightenment starts with gummy bears <laughs> and ends with peanut butter sandwiches in front of a football game. <laughs> That's your path to enlightenment. Be honest about it. That's kind of true. Right? Yeah. I like all that stuff. <laughs> I don't think that's so bad. You know? I mean, come on. That's, that's exactly what you said about the four exertions. Yeah. Oh, I like all that stuff. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's like the preservation of concentration is akin to peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> No, I like the I like the preservation of concept. I like to spend time by myself. You know that. That's and true. You are. Like, you you know, do like to fly solo. I like solitude like to, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. That's contemplation. But one wonders what goes on 
in your head during the moments of solitude. As Ira would say, don't worry. Don't worry, don't worry. about <laughs> it. What are you worrying don't for? Worry. I'll be back soon. My head is blank, so what? <laughs> There's nothing happening up here. What am I, Copernicus? <laughs> I love it. In Christianity, Bill, we have the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Sure. You're very familiar with them. Fairly. I don't know their names. I can't remember. It's like death, uh, wrath, blah, blah, something. I don't know. What the <laughs> no, it's death, uh, something, pestilence, maybe. I don't know. The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse tells of a book or scroll in God's right hand that is sealed with seven seals. Oh, yeah. The seventh seal. And sure. we'll get to that in uh, a couple seven. episodes yeah. or so. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. The Lamb of God opens the first four of the seven seals, which summons the four beings that ride out on white, black, w- red, and pale horses. Right. Right. Yeah, the pale horse. You're saying like you've seen it. What? (laughs) Yes. North Jersey. Four horsemen. The pale guy. Yeah, the pale horse. Um, We've all heard of that, yeah. Though theologians, theologians, though theologians and popular culture differ on the four horsemen, the four riders are often seen as symbolizing conquest or pestilence, Uh war, Uh famine, Uh and death. There we go. Right? There are a lot of fun, those those four guys. They are nothing but trouble. I mean, conquest, you know. Yeah, but not in a good way. I mean, a little fun. Well, right? Not bad. But it's not like good conquest. It's bad conquest. I mean, what's bad conquest? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, maybe I'm the naive one, but I feel like conquest, why not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. <laughs> uh, so in the Christian apocalyptic version, the four horsemen are set upon a divine apocalypse that um, provides a harbinger, harbinger, a harbinger of the last judgment. Right. Right. Yeah. So when you see those four horsemen, you're done. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, this is the end. Lay down thine sword. <laughs> the fight is over. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They've come to like clean up after, you know, or before I guess the big apocalypse. So. And there's a tra- there's a little training think- there's a training montage when they're putting on their, <laughs> their, their rubber gloves and stuff. Before the apocalypse. for the horses, yeah, the four, or for all, the guys, all of them, the horsemen, everything. yeah, every, yeah everybody, the horsemen are getting ready, right. you know, putting on their armor, right, 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 you know, yeah, 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 getting the horses. Ready. I love it. Yeah, the horses doing a little glissade, yeah. whatever they call that. Yeah, yeah, they've right. all they've all got the eye of the tiger. It's great, or the eye of the horses. That, well, let's, let me let's be honest. Yeah, well, the yeah. eye, the horses, the eye of the horses in that fight. There are four gospels in the New Testament. Oh. Testament Flurgan? Uh-huh. Flagon? Uh-huh. You, you can name them. Um, there's Luke. So the first four. Luke. The first four. Luke. First four. Stop it. Stop <laughs> saying that. Start at the top, buddy. Luke, well, Start at I, the top. No, I have to do it this way. There's Luke, John, um, Matthew, and... See, that when you do it out of order, it makes no sense. Mark. Matthew, you, Mark, Luke, and John. That's right. Okay. Why didn't you just do it that way? I, I Why did you go Luke, 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 <laughs> Luke, like you're having a fucking aneurysm? <laughs> I just had to. That's just how it had That's to come out. That's how it out. had to go. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to try to be kind <laughs> to you on that. <laughs> I got there. You did. You did. There are four questions for Passover. Oh. And I studied them, and they're all ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't mean to cast aspersions on our Jew friends, but... It, essentially, they all boil down to how is this night different than other nights? Okay. Right? It's like uh-huh. the four questions are like, why are we eating matzah and this when normally we only eat matzah or whatever it is? Okay. So there are these four questions for Passover, but essentially they all boil down to one question, which is let's define why this night is different. Well, that's okay. 
Yeah, that's fine. But why they broke it down into four different food type questions <laughs> just seems like extra work. <laughs> like, take it easy, guys. <laughs> just say, just let's let's all shoot at the concept for why this night is different and special, right? I mean, you know, whatever works, whatever <laughs> whatever gets you there in the end. You know, there's a process. Yeah, one know? question <laughs> gets you there in the end, where four is redundant. Is all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I cast no aspersions. I just, I have questions. I understand. Right? Yeah. I've never been to like a Passover Seder, so I don't know what goes on and what, you know, maybe, right. maybe you know, I don't know. Maybe I it hope, could be really. I hope to someday go to one. Yeah. Each, it's not too late. Each question could be really meaningful. You don't know. Like, it, you know. I mean, I'll get to the questions if you want. I promise they're not meaningful. One is like, why do we have carrots in addition to these other vegetables? Like, right. it's ludicrous. Okay. It's ludicrous. And I, again, I don't mean to cast aspersions, but I am a man of logic and simplicity. And if there's a way to get to the answer after one question, as opposed to four that deal with food type substances for no reason, I'm there. Okay. I'm in on that. You remember how you didn't want to start this episode doing an Indian accent because yeah. you thought it would be offensive? Uh-huh. How do you think I feel right what? now? <laughs> I think this might be a little offensive. I don't know. And speaking of offensive, yeah. the swastika. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but here's my take on the swastika. Okay. Traditionally, a symbol used in Hindu religions as a sign of good luck and signifies that good comes from all four directions if you let it. I feel like this may have been co-opted <laughs> by <laughs> Dolph Shays. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. But uh, yeah, so but that's how I choose to even see the swastika now. So it was a symbol of luck. It was a symbol of good things coming to you in any direction. Oh, good things. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, good yeah. things. Yeah, I like Not, it. Well, there's no place for luck here, buddy. <laughs> that's your religion. <laughs> I hope this works out okay. <laughs> The four archangels of Islam, Gabriel, Michael, Azrael, and Raphael. Oh, okay. How do you like that? I like it a lot. You like it? You like a you like a religion with four archangels? Well, sure. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I got it. I mean, I, why the more archangels the merrier, I always <laughs> say. Aren't you know? Like, let's, have, let's party down with all of the archangels. Yeah. I Bring like them it. all. Sure. Right? Why not? Did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Angels? <laughs> let's bring them all in. <laughs> Uh, Aristotle held that there are basically four causes in nature. Ooh. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Do you have a stab at one? I'd like to see if you could just get one. Fate. You know, one could be or destiny, one could maybe, be construed like as fate. Here what we have is efficient cause. Okay. Right? The matter, the end, and the form. Oh, wow. That's Aristotle. That's, for you. That's deep. Well, it is. It's Aristotle. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the depth. Uh-huh. So. You, that's, that you just equate Aristotle with depth. Well, you know. Like out was, of, it's just, yeah. I mean, he, one he was one of the greats. a deep thinker. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. But I love, the, I love the idea of efficient cause and then the matter. So you have your cause. This is not unlike uh, the arc of a story or a fictional story. You have right. the yeah. efficient cause, the matter, the end, and then the form. Oh, yeah. What is the, what is the entirety of everything based on... What the variables occurred. that affected it. And right. I like it. Yeah, it's great. It's Aristotle. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Fucking Aristotle. Right? Yeah. What is this, Socratic? No, it's Aristotelian. What am I, uh, Socratic? <laughs> I'm over here. I'm not Socratic. 
Uh, the four on a keyboard usually st- share some real estate with a dollar sign. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just look down. I knew you would do that. I knew you would do that. I should but know yeah. as a ty- touch typist where and the dollar a, sign is. You know, as a guy that likes to flash your money around. Yeah. Dollar, dollar, dollar bills. Then you don't call me dollar bill for nothing. Does anybody call you dollar bill? Nope. <laughs> but they can start. And if they did, it wouldn't be for nothing. <laughs> Uh, we have that famous phrase, four-letter words, which oh, our, yeah. our boy Dave is famous for. Very fond Actually of. very famous for. Yeah. I think most people know Mamet for his use of four-letter words early on. When That's it very was true. a very restricted idea. Yep. Um, four is the only number whose name in English has the same number of letters as its value oh, you love that, that yeah you? that's cool yeah, you like that don't you <laughs> <laughs> i do like it <laughs> <laughs> typical number of movements in a symphony oh sure okay. four, right you got your four yeah right yeah there you go number of strings on a violin a viola a cello a double bass a quattro or a ukulele nice yeah yeah you think i do it's good Stringed instruments with four strings. I like it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. You don't need more than that, really. I want to say this. Here's a little admission for the people. I uh, did that during the uh, 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, I sang four falling birds for quite some time. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) In my young adult life. Those poor birds. I often sang four falling birds. Oh, no. In your mind, what was happening to them? Oh, they were just like... Okay. Yeah, one falls, the rest of them fall, buddy. <laughs> there were four of them on a wire. And they just fell. And one guy took a header. And the rest. And the other one's like, what's that guy doing? Let me try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's peer pressure, ain't it? I guess. Yeah. On some level. Yeah. But it's obviously calling birds. Right. And frankly, I like the peace and quiet of my version a little better. <laughs> Let's have those birds falling, <laughs> not calling. You know what? No one's home right now, birds. Okay? Leave a goddamn voicemail. Can't they just text me? I'll get I back mean, to the birds when I can. Right. And yeah, text is better. Now. Yeah, you yeah, don't need right? to call. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Can't talk now. Right. Text. Exactly. Calling birds. <laughs> fucking hate that Bunch shit. Bunch of fucking nonsense. Bunch of fucking nonsense. We got the four seasons. Yeah. The actual seasons and then the uh, the hotel. Right. And then the Alan Alda movie. Right, which only occurred to me in this very moment, and the 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 um, the soundtrack for that movie, of course, is the Four Seasons by Vivaldi. Of course, right? I mean, so. why would you not be that on the nose? Right? Why would you not? <laughs> and uh, I know this is a lengthy segment. This lengthy segment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, see, I've decided. I decided to do. Uh, you don't like sexy segment. Oh, I oh I do like that actually. <laughs> I missed it. Sorry. No, that's all right. Yeah, you're too busy with your Elvis. I know. I right. get it. I'm answering Dean Martin with Elvis. That's I mean, like I, if thing. that's how you have to handle it, <laughs> Dean liked talking to you. But oh, okay. Well, I we'll mean, see what happens. Yeah, Elvis. Dean doesn't jive with all that hip stuff. <laughs> look, pal. I mean, your voice is great, but you're doing the gyrations. It's making the rest of us look bad. <laughs> I'm over here pouring scotch. I got to look at you. Hip gyrations. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going to end up? <laughs> I love Dean Martin so much. <laughs> I love him. What were we going to do right now? I don't know. You said this segment was getting lengthy. It was a little, was a little diversion here. We got a little diversion. We got, oh, the Four Seasons and Alan Alda. We have to cast Alan Alda. Oh, okay. How fun is that? Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Chris Brown, Alan Alda, 
All right, Alan Alda. I would love to also cast Chow Young Fat <laughs> <laughs> at some point. <laughs> okay. Um, but Alan Alda, of course, famously, famously played, played Shelley on Broadway. Which I saw. Yeah, and it must have been great. It was incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, the, I think maybe I, this is going way out on a limb here, but next best thing. To Jack Lemmon? To Dedoy. Yeah. Wait, what do I got? Why do I got to clarify? <laughs> why you got to ask that question? And why do I got to clarify? <laughs> Obviously, the next best thing from the greatest thing. <laughs> well, you know, I like to be just... Yeah, uh, you know. no, from Pacino <laughs> doing, doing Shelley. Oh, that I don't like. Probably wasn't like great. No. I mean, we saw some snippets. Yeah. It's just no. not for him. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any other option for Alan Alda. Than Shelley, I think that's the best part. Oh, I, I mean, you know, because here, here in the Who Would They Play area, we can we could cast a, a, a young a Benjamin Alda. Hawkeye Pierce, yeah, or even uh, young version, yeah, like of, a Paper Lion Alan. Oh, Alda. wow, you're going way back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that that Alan Alda could play a Williamson. True, could play an Arano, probably. Yep. Yes, right? that's right. right. He probably could. be a good Arano. Yeah, frankly. Yep, he'd be Alan Alda would also be a great um, Spanel. Oh, great spanel. Right? Just a regular oh, guy I in like his living so room. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's spanel. <laughs> it's got to be spanel. Thank you, no. Right, Just yeah, in yeah. that Alan Alda way? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's spanel. I love it. Great. That's nice. I think we need, you know what we need? What? Something. What? <laughs> oh, well, let's get that. We can get that. We can always have something. Let me finish. <laughs> I feel like we need something for when we've arrived at the, at the role. Like a what a sound effect or something, something like that. Okay. That's what I. That's why I said something. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not entirely sure what this should be. All right. But do you agree? We could. Like, because what happened is we both had. You said spanel. I was like, fuck. It's obviously spanel. There's nowhere else we should go with an Alda. And then we need like a, bing. Okay. <laughs> or a, like a like a harp gliss kind burp, of burp, thing. Burp. Oh, there's, or like a bring. I like a heart like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Okay. Well, we'll get or to what it. about like the Family Feud X noise? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they used to do that when it was <laughs> yeah. the third X. And you know, it was some guy who had just the button. Yep. And he would do three quick ones because on the first strike, he'd do one long one. That's right. And when someone gave a really dumbass answer, he'd give a really long hard one. Yes. Yeah, like emphatically. He wanted you to know how he felt about it. Exactly. That's right. The only way I can communicate my distaste for that answer is by holding this button down longer. And when he did the, that was Matthew. Richard Dawson is like, what the fuck is going on? Guys, holding down a button for like 37 seconds. What the hell? <laughs> Drunken Richard Dawson oh, yeah. kissing ladies. Oh and my God. Worrying about the buzzer guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, well, I think we need something. Okay. There. Alan Alda. All right. We'll work that spanel. up. Spanel. Alan Alda Spanel. Thank Got you. No. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Back to the, back to the number four. Okay. <laughs> there are four directions. Okay. As you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to go through them, right? North, South, East, West. That a boy. Okay. The Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Love them. Uh, great, great comic. Impossible to make a good movie. Yeah. Clearly. Well, well, yeah. I mean, they haven't done a good movie yet. Well, yeah. They haven't. Hopefully, they'll figure and they're that on, out. What? They've they've tried twice. Yeah. And there was like some sequels mixed in there, too. I mean. Which were also shitty. Right. So, so yes, you're right. They've tried like four times. Yeah. 
Gugh. I, you know, I, I, it's not. I should. It shouldn't be that hard. No, really. I have a good Fantastic Four movie in my head. There you go. I exactly. definitely do. Well, I, I used to have like the old. It was either a comic or I had a book and record or something of the Fantastic Four, and it was kind of like their origin story. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's an amazing story. It's like just pick up that comic book, write it out in right. movie form, right. make that movie. It's, it's it's all there for you. Already storyboarded. For yeah, you. it's all there for I you. Know. Just make that movie. I, well, that's why. That's why they're making comic book movies at a at a breakneck pace. Yeah, stop fucking around. Because the stories around. have already been written. Right, stop fucking around with like trying to make them teenagers or trying to make them whatever. You know, yeah, just yeah. do the actual thing. But you know? even when they did try to go back to the source material, they told a terrible story of yeah. it. They told a, a rotten version of it. Yeah, exactly. Just just it's, trust the it's got comic legs. book. Yeah, it really does. It's got legs that stretch on for miles and miles. Yeah, and was it not the... Um, like nothing? Oh, like, like Reed Richards. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> If you would listen, <laughs> if you could just listen <laughs> for two seconds. And did not um, the guy who is now Captain America, did he not play yeah, Johnny, he Storm Johnny Storm that's in, right. in the old that's one? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. well, now they can't go back to that. Well, you no, know? certainly so, not. Well, no, no. You know. No. But, but uh, Michael B. Worked. Jordan did it in the new, the newer one. Yeah. And even that was bad. Yeah, that's... Just, just rotten. It is rotten. All right, and then we have the we. So not only do we have the Fantastic Four, we have the Fab Four. Sure. Right. All right. The Bagels. <laughs> I do want to hold your hand, buddy. Well, the table's too long. I mean, what are you gonna do? It's that was long. that was the McCartney answer to the Lennon I want to hold your hand. <laughs> the table is too long. <laughs> I'd love to hold your hand, but the table is too long. Maybe it would make John keep reaching for me, but I think the table is too long. <laughs> Can we cast ten, Paul ten, McCartney? Ten minutes later, they had a song out of it. It was perfect, you know. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. You no. didn't hear my question. I did. Can we do two? <laughs> who would they play in the same numerology segment? I know this is grinding your gears. I well, get it. we're just in uncharted territory here. Is the thing you casting know I mean? a so, beetle? Well, that and doing like just you know we're we're okay. Let's do it. Paul McCartney. I love hearing you shove Carl Anthony Towns into that little <laughs> that little space for rhythm. It's like dunking him through a it's basket, you know, <laughs> just like lining him That's up exactly and right. dunking him. Uh, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Okay. Um, James Link. Oh, that's good. Ooh, sorry. That's good. I'm going to let you down. <laughs> that's good. I know I'll let you down. I like it. Yeah. That's Perfect, really good. Perfect, right? Yeah. And there's, and we'll ding, insert ding, the ding, sound ding, effects, ding. right? <laughs> <laughs> we have a winner. We do have All a winner. Right. We're easy. in and we're out. That's yeah. the way to handle these okay. going forward. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the four houses of Hogwarts. Are you familiar with these? Some of them. What? All right. Let's play a game. Okay. Let's play a little game. Let's see how many you can do. Oh, boy. There's Hufflepuff. <laughs> there is Hufflepuff. There's Slytherin. There is Slytherin. There's um, two more. <laughs> and there's the one Harry. The, neither of those are the Harry Potter, like the popular one everyone wants to be in, which is the Harry Potter one. Yeah, but which I can't think. No, of. there's the four. Well, I don't know. I don't. I'm not as familiar with these. But the, the research said there was the four, and yeah. you have two. What are the other two? Uh, w- one would be if you were to quote, Gryffindor. Quote, Gryffindor. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And your remaining one, which is the clue I was about to fucking give you, okay. if you just give me a goddamn one, fucking, <laughs> you would 
You would quote the Ravenclaw. That a boy. That a boy. I never read any of the Harry Potters. Have you? Going somewhere. Potter. Potter. That's my Alan Rickman, right? It's good. It's great, right? It's good. Can we cast Alan Rickman? Have we cast Alan Rickman? I don't think we ever did. Well, then we have to. I'm sorry. We have to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Who would they play? Who would they play? I hope, I'm not having this dread that we did this before. We, <laughs> we might have cast Rickman. Before. There's a good chance. I don't think we did, though, because we didn't We didn't have him in the votes like when we did the wrap-up. That's wrap right. Up. He, I don't yeah, remember him coming out. Because he would have surely so. made one of the cuts. He, yeah, it would have been a tough one right? to cut out. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Rickman. Yeah. Um, Where do we want to Oh, God. He's doing that thing in Die Hard when he's talking with the American accent. <laughs> right, when he's Clay. <laughs> Clay. What about... Bill, uh, Bill Clay. <laughs> I know you love that movie. <laughs> I do. Wait, what? you don't? It, oh, oh my god! It's not. I like it. I haven't seen it since like the first day I saw it a million years ago. What so is I can't. Your problem? I just haven't seen it. It again. is the perfect movie. It's really good. I agree. Well, Absolutely. I feel like you're underselling it. <laughs> okay, agree to disagree. The perfect movie. Perfect movie. Okay, it fine. Is. Yeah. Um. So Rickman, uh, uh, I he could do a lot of stuff. Shoot, he'd be a good. The glass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stop. I want to stop, but I can't. Um, he could do anything. Yeah. He could do anything. Yeah. But I, I like him as Williamson. That's me. Yeah, because like, put him in the villain role. Put him in the villain of. role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make, him, uh, make him use that sort of saucy <laughs> villain thing that he has right. so so well uh, presented. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd go for that. Right, Ring. Hey. Hey, there we go. That was easy. Yeah. Trying to think of a good Williamson line. Um, to get in there with Rickman. <laughs> it is 7.30. See if you can do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. It is 7.30. <laughs> and since the hour is waiting. The hour is waiting. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a Rickman line anyway. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Hmm. Those of you who want to the continue. The hour is waning. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 I'm a good. big fan. Yeah, that's fun. And we lost him too soon. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. But he's Terrific. in the corral now. That's right. He'll live on forever in the corral. That's exactly right. I love it. Thank you for indulging the several who would they play? <laughs> My pleasure. And we're going to get out of here soon. Do you know there are four temperaments? <laughs> oh, tell me what they are. You w- Would you like to know? Yeah. Sanguine. Okay, sure. You want to define that for the people? Uh, uh, full of blood. <laughs> Calm, I would say, like or something sangre like sangre de toro, like yeah. the blood of the bull. Yeah, well, <laughs> sanguine, sanguine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Optimistic. Oh, optimistic. Right, okay, right, cool. Full of good feelings. Okay. Choleric. Uh huh. Right. Ill-tempered. Yeah. Piss and vinegar. Right. Right here. Right. right. That's you. Yeah. He's got two <laughs> thumbs and is caloric. <laughs> this guy. Melancholic. Sad. And yeah. phlegmatic. Yes, that's right. These are Renaissance. That's a re- back when I worked you know at the, the Renaissance. Sure. We used to have those, you know, making up your character. You'd be like, okay, which one of the four temperaments am I? Yeah. You know. You're sanguine. Yeah. Every time. Everybody chooses sanguine because yeah. that's, you know, you don't want to be some sad right. sack nobody wants to talk to. Well, you would know. Except for like the sheriff would be like the angry one. He'd be the... Um, sheriff. Yeah, sure. He, um, yeah, he would be uh, caloric. Yeah. Right, right? Yeah. Right. Or caloric. or phlegmatic. He could be stoic That's and, true. you know, very, very uh, justice-oriented. Right, right. But you're right. It is the basis by which most people sort of base uh, uh, an improv character. Yeah. You're one of those four. Right. 
Moving on to sports. Here we go. Sports where sports happens and people compete for different awards. With numbers on their backs. <laughs> Oftentimes. <laughs> except in rowing. Right. <laughs> where a four refers to a boat of four rowers with or without a coxswain. Ah, okay. And really, I just wanted to say coxswain. Uh, right, I'm sure. <laughs> in rowing nomenclature, four negative represents a coxless four, and four plus represents a coxed four. <laughs> I am four plus every time. <laughs> every time. I thought it was because I grew up, you know, not rich, but now I think I know why I didn't get into rowing. It was all the cocks. Yeah, it's just like it's just very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you know they, you know they wane. <laughs> they wane. They wane. You got to s- they... sit real close to the guy in front of you. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's and true. Everybody's cocks is like you know, floating true. all around. Have you ever rowed? I've you know I've, I've rowed a boat, but I've never been in like one of those competition like a, rowing like a rowboat. Yeah, like a rowboat. But a, I've never or done a canoe something like, both. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, but I've never done like a competitive rowing situation. Right. 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 Have you? Yeah. No. No, because we no. didn't grow up rich and hanging out the country. Yeah, club but and stuff. you know, but you know, these kids, there's kids here. They 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 get into yeah, the rowing without, but without having the uh, the financial background. Like they, you know, yeah. they get a scholarship, what have sure. you. They join the rowing team. It's, it's a very thing. popular here in Philly because you got the you got that. Uh, the Those motherfuckers are out the, there rowing all day. Every yeah, day. exactly. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, my friend and I had a canoe that we used to put in the. We, we would just put in there, and while they were sort of practicing. Their sprints. We were just like, pardon us. This is still a body of water, yes? You don't, you don't own this body of water, am I right? I'll just be slowly rowing through your, and they were through like, your darting path. I say, <laughs> yeah, yes. clear the path. Yes. We're coming through. You're not going to believe what happened today. <laughs> These two janitors were rowing. A canoe. Oh, I hesitate Ooh. to call them canoeists. <laughs> oh, they weren't even canoe enthusiasts. It is a sport for effete snobs. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck off, yeah. rowers. <laughs> you crew, you bunch of crew rowers, you. Yeah. Right? No, thank great you. Great Rob Lowe movie about crewing, though. Oxford Blues. Look at it. Oh, up. oh, sure. Get into it. Uh-huh. It's great. And it features fairly heavily in that Facebook movie, too, with the. The, the two twins were, were on the rowing team. I, but and there was I, a I'm going to say a movie about rowing yeah, it was, it was a little more, heavier on the rowing. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just the one I thought. It's just the thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, in hockey, the greatest number four was Bobby Four. Bobby Four. Yeah, that's right, good. Right? Okay, War number four it. forever yeah. and ever. Hall of Famer. In the national pastime, we have the official scoring position of number four is the... Second base. At a boy. Uh, four bases, four balls, right? A lot of fours in baseball. Yeah, yeah there are. Right? Yeah. Uh, wearing the number, we have Ralph Kiner, Lou Gehrig, Paul Molitor, Mel Ott, and Duke Snyder. All great. All Hall of Absolutely. Famers, for sure. Love Paul Molitor. You remember Paul Molitor? I knew, oh you, were, gosh, I knew yeah. you had a Paul Molitor thing. Yeah. I knew it. That, that team... You never, you've never told this to me... <laughs> We've never seen a game with Paul Molitor, but while I was writing this, I was like, dude's going to have a Paul Molitor thing. I know it. Yeah. Because he's right up your alley. Yeah. He's totally oh, your kind of guy. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I remember that team, it was like 83 or whatever when he was with the Brewers. Brewers, yeah. He and Robin Younts. Yeah. And they just, and uh, uh, Gorman Thomas, was that his name? I don't uh, know that guy. Oh my God. They had such a great team that year. I re- but I definitely the, remember Robin Yount and Paul Molitor. Yeah. They were both amazing. Staples of that, yeah. that Brewers team. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so that's fun. They all were number four. Bunch nice. of group of good guys, from totally. what I can tell, yeah. right? <laughs> good guys. And then, of course, you know, the, uh, my all-time favorite quarterback, Brett the Gunslinger. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Famously wore number four. That's right. You know? Yeah. I feel like no quarterback should wear number four ever again. That's how I feel about it. And they might not, because he ha- he has <laughs> he has both made it iconic. Right. And made and it like... deplorable. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Because it might come with 473 career interceptions. Well... If you put that number on your chest. And dick pics, too. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're judging him for dick pics? <laughs> I, th- that's how where I draw the line. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. No, but he was a great quarterback. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think you. I think what you mean is unimpressive dick pics. <laughs> I haven't seen them. Right. So I can't You've say. Not, well, then how? Well, why are you referencing them? Well, because I know you know where I live, northern New Jersey. I couldn't do another thing until I saw those pics <laughs> when I heard that they existed. Well, you. What? What were you doing? You were a big fan. You can just yeah, but. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah. i lived i lived 10 minutes from the meadowlands where right. the jets play True. so it was it was big news up there because this, it was the jets cheerleader or whatever yeah, but who was you getting know the there was picks. 17 years of quarterbacking before those pictures right <laughs> yeah you do know that i do and okay. i enjoyed all that quarterback you did too. yeah absolutely uh, not all of it well <laughs> i mean that's a lot of career interceptions no, even the interceptions were entertaining that, i mean that's, that's the thing true. about brett Favre. well gunslinger like, right yeah, yeah it was a lot of whatever he did it was fun to watch famously didn't know what a nickel package was <laughs> Well into his fourth season <laughs> didn't as matter. a professional quarterback. It didn't matter. No. 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 I'm going to throw like, it right there. I'm going to throw it. I don't where, care who's there. I don't care. We'll go throw where the we'll guys are. right there. Yeah. Where are the guys and other Throw where that and, guy's going to be is right. where. That's how I look at it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I did love him. He was. With a, all of my stupid He was a lot heart. of fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. He was, right? Yep. Moving on to the association, my beloved association, yep. 285 players have worn number four. So, so far, number three has been the most popular number. That's right. So far. Keep tracking this because okay. I feel like, we're, I mean, I think when we get into other numbers, we'll, we'll get to a 400. Okay. I believe that. Interesting. But right now, three is the leader in the clubhouse, right? right? Yep. With 300, 300 and something, something yeah. yeah. But famous number four is what Chuck Charles Barkley wore number four in Houston. Remember that move oh, to Houston? sure. Yeah. Chauncey wore it on a bunch of teams. Minute Bowl wore it on a bunch of teams. Darren and Nick Collison wore it on a bunch of teams. No relation, by the way. And Nick Collison having that number retired coming up this season by the Thunder. Is that right? Yeah. Because he played his whole career I mean, there. Yeah, he did. So they're retiring his number. That's not enough. <laughs> that is not enough. <laughs> he was a scrappy guy. What are we guy. talking about? Scrappy guy. Uh, yeah. You know, go out there, get your rebound here that's, and there. That's you know? how we're going to cheapen the retiring of numbers <laughs> by retiring. Are we, is that true? Is that that's for real? Tr- that's real. Yeah, I'm anti-Nick yeah. Collison getting his number retired. Well, I, I don't know if they have any other numbers retired. I, 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 I disagree. There. So, so you're just they're just looking for a number to retire. I don't know what the what the Why rationale not just is. Retire but. Russell's number right now. Well that would be smart. Just retire yeah. it while he's playing. Yeah. They're gonna idea. retire it. Right, exactly. I don't know, man. I I, I, <laughs> I like that both Darren and Nick Collison obviously cannot be related and are they and everyone says no relation. Right. Uh Adrian A. D. Dantley. Oh, great. The player. evil, evil Adrian <laughs> Dantley. God, I hate that guy so much. <laughs> Uh, Sherman Douglas, Martian Gortat, Matty Gukas, Ron Harper, Andre Iggy Igudala, and Steve Kerr all wore number four. All right. Right? Yeah. You got anything to say about Matty Gukas? <laughs> I remember Matty Gukas. You, you might have a Gukas. Well, I, I remember when he was the coach of the Sixers <laughs> for a while that he was, we were all Gukas'd up at that time. By the way, if I could spoonerize that, that would be 
Gaddy Mucus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Do you see fun. how Spoonerizing can be fun? I, I've always thought that. All right. Hall of Famer Clyde Lovellette, who listeners to this podcast and our previous podcast might remember <laughs> he was nicknamed Jelly Belly. That's right. You remember this guy? I do, I do. He did wear number four with the greatest American sports franchise in the history of sports franchises and also wore 89 with the Minneapolis Lakers. That's right. We had him in number We 89. had him in 89. Yeah. Now we have him at four. Wow. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Anytime feel, we can get some Jelly Belly. I feel like Clyde Jelly Belly Lovellette should be like a, a, a mascot of sorts. Yeah. We've had him around for so long. That's right. Hall of Famer. Is he really? He is. How about that? We talked about his numbers, buddy. I know. 19 and 7 for a career? That's right. Yeah, he was good. As a jelly belly? <laughs> That's good stuff. It's it's weird that we don't know some of these old timers anymore. You know what I mean? Like that guy, I had never Clyde heard of Lovellette. until you brought yeah. him up. Right, and I'm right, like, right. isn't Hall of Fame? What right, the heck? right, right, right. But, but when other sports, like in baseball, we know about Lou Gehrig. You know Harmon Killebrew. And, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. All these exactly, guys from yeah. way back. For sure. But for basketball, it, until it got real popular in like the 80s, well, the Hall of Fame didn't matter as much, I think, until the 80s, too. And, and like, Cooperstown always had a place for people. Right, right, right. And this that Springfield, Massachusetts Basketball Hall of Fame, which is great, and I've been there several times, it, it lacks a little something. It's also... Uh it's also amateur and professional, right? It's not just NBA that's, players. That's absolutely right. So I think that there's probably some confusion there. In my mind, at least, it's it's because it's a basketball Hall well, of Fame, not like an NBA Hall I mean, of Fame. You get confused by the four directions. So. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is... I'm not is, putting that on the Hall of Fame. What I'm saying is the Jelly Belly could be in there on the basis of his amateur and pro stuff. True. Rather than just on his pro stuff. True, but that's not the case with, with Jelly Belly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say. All right. All right? <laughs> Jelly Belly earned it. Sure. Like, he belongs there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. All right. Um, Ricky Mahorn. Oh, or yeah. number four with Thump and Bump. Remember Form, Thump and Bump? Former six or great Rick Mahorn. That's right. Thump and Bump. Yeah. Barkley and Mahorn. That's right. <laughs> they were a bunch of meaty, angry, <laughs> oh, rebounding they fellas. They were angry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moses with the Bullets, when he went to the Bullets, wore number four. Nerlens. Oh, yeah. You're familiar with Nerlens, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Victor Oladipo is making uh, number four a coveted number for yeah. shooting guards. That He's guy good. is getting better every day. He's good. Uh, Mr. Duke and your personal favorite basketball player, J.J. Redick, wears oh, number four, yeah. right? He used to. He's 17 now. Yeah, now, yeah. but when, with the clips. Gotcha. Number four. Uh, Cliff Robinson, one of my all-time favorites, right? He was, Touched in the head, yeah. <laughs> talented, low-post player. That's my guy. Yeah, he That's was That's my good. guy every time. Yeah. Uh, Nate Robinson, also my guy, <laughs> touched in the head, That's right? right. <laughs> Dolph Shays. Oh, how about in that? In the rafters at the Wells Fargo Center. All right. For everyone that was curious about why <laughs> Dolph Shays' number has been retired. I mean, he's no jelly belly. That's right. Right? Uh, evil, evil Byron Scott <laughs> wore number four <laughs> for many years. That's true, yeah. Uh, ironically, D3 Dennis Scott wore number four <laughs> for many years. <laughs> Oh, well. Uh, Ronnie Cycli, Scotty Skiles, Sedale Threat, <laughs> all fours. Ronnie Cycli, that's a good one. Ronnie Cycli is a, a great one. Yeah. Are you kidding good. me? Yeah. Great Miami Heat center. Yeah. Right? And, and, and one of those guys that I was glad that TV was not <laughs> smell-o-vision because it was like he got really sweaty. And I was like, I think he got open half the time just because he smelled so How bad. People wanted to stay dare you? Him. I'm just saying. How he looked, dare you, sir? Just He looked smelly. On I behalf mean, of how, the Cycli family. <laughs> How dare you? He just looked smelly from far away. How I don't know what he actually smelled like. Dare you? He could have been sweetly fragrant. Nobody looks like but... they smell worse than <laughs> Bellinelli. 
that guy looks like he's got a funk coming off that's of him. That's what I'm saying. Ronnie Cycli had the same thing for I me. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> Cycli a little cleaner. A little cleaner. I always thought that Cycli and Vinny Testaverde were the same guy. <laughs> I really did. Exactly. They often, exactly. I was often yeah. like, which guy is that? Is right, that Cycli right. or Testaverde? Right. I don't know. Um, finishing this off as quickly as possible. Kelly the Puke Trapuca. <laughs> Isaiah, what time is it, Thomas? Oh, gross. Spud Webb and Chris Weber. Okay. Yeah. Spud. Spud was amazing. And you know I'm a big C-Web guy. You are, I'm yeah. a huge C-Web yep, guy. Yep, yep, yep. That guy, I want to tell you culturally what the Fab Five, Jalen Rose, and C-Web meant to me, it's incalculable. And you're not the only one. I, well, do do we? Yeah, they were. No, they were, they were iconic yep. culturally. Yeah. Not just for basketball. Right. But for the style and the swagger and, exactly. the, and, the, and the, the, the pride of being a young black American, it made so much sense to me. I loved those guys for it. That's right. I loved it. It was. It was, it was that. It was that they were the five like best basketball players in the country yeah. in, in college basketball, and they That's were right. all black. And they were all black, and they were all freshmen, yep. and they all had swagger they, like yeah, a motherfucker. They weren't taking any shit from anybody. No, it they was, sure it weren't. Was really cool. I loved them. Yeah. I loved them. I still do. Cool. I still look back so fondly on those those teams in that, that year, especially that yeah. one year. Yeah. C-Web, not so great on right. the timeouts. <laughs> but other than that. Other I mean, than that, they culturally were. Culturally impressive, and, and I love him as, a, as an analyst, too. I know you don't. Yeah, I'm not, oh, you're not a big fan or whatever. Yeah, he's fine, but I cast aspersions. It does seem a little racist, but I get it. I hear what you're saying. You don't like him. The different strokes for different folks. I get it. I like Reggie Miller. You don't. It's a you know. It's just Reggie a Miller subjective. You thing. like him as an analyst? I do. Really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> See, it's yeah. such a subjective thing. It is. Well, so. Reggie's you know Reggie's tends towards the white end what? of the spectrum. <laughs> oh my God. I think that's why you feel more comfortable. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of white. Pasty doughy bastard. Oh, is it time already? I think it is <laughs> already. <laughs> I, I do apologize. Okay. They're lengthy. They're lengthy. How do you 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 know what? what? You guys try doing a numerology <laughs> segment and not include the four horsemen of the apocalypse. How do you do it? You can't. There's too much to talk about. I apologize. Is that what you want? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Lengthy segment. I get it. No, I just wanted to go back to the beryllium thing, and it was a Star Trek thing. The oh! beryllium, the beryllium crystal beryllium was like a Star Trek mines. Thing. Were there mines? Something like just that. Just crystals. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it there was. There was probably a mine for the crystals. Something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was definitely a Star Trek thing. Okay, thanks, cool. Thanks to Bert for that. Thanks to Bert. Thanks to Bert. Thanks to Bert for that. All right. So as you said, PDB. PDB. We'll give Grace a flick of the PDB. Flick a little switch a couple times. See how she likes that. Whoa. Whoa. You were letting the misogyny fly today, buddy. Are you sure you're all right with that? You won't do an Indian accent to start the episode, but you'll you'll talk about flicking a bean. I don't like this at all. Sorry, I don't like this at all. Okay, I'm offended. On behalf of our zero female listeners, I am utterly offended. I apologize. All right. Okay, let's see what we got. What are you trying to say, George? Well, you know, John, I mean, with everything that's happened, with the leads and all, and I, you know, I've been on a little cold streak lately. Yes, I've seen your sales figures. I feel, okay, <laughs> look, I feel like I've, I feel like I've lost my confidence. Your... That's right. When a man 
When a man has no confidence. George, will you please get out of my office? No. You know what? I won't. I need to talk to you about this. What do you want, George? I've come to tell you I have made a decision. Okay. And what is that? I just... I... I... I don't think I can do this anymore. What did you say? It's nothing personal, John. This firm has been very, very good to me. I know, but I just don't think I can do this anymore. I agree. What? Uh, you... Oh, you do. I'm not blind. A sales manager, George, has a feel for this kind of thing. And listen, George, Mitch and Mary are going to be awfully sorry to lose you. You think so? No, they won't notice. I'm contractually obligated to say that. Well, that is unnecessarily hurtful. Well, anyway, I accept your resignation. Uh, Can you clean out your desk by lunch? Well, hold on, John. Let's not be hasty. No, George, you've got to follow your uh, heart or whatever it is. There's a real big world out there. I know, and it's all out there waiting for you. So why don't you clean out your desk and go to lunch? Okay, but are you sure you want me to go to lunch? George, I got a lot going on here with the robbery. So if you could please. Because if I go to lunch, this is not going to be like the other times I went to lunch and then came back from lunch. This is the last lunch I will go to. This is not an ordinary lunch, John. This is a not coming back from lunch lunch. A permanent, irrevocable lunch. A perpetual lunch. A lunch to end all of George, you're fired. Get out. Can I still go to lunch? George is going to lunch. He's always, <laughs> he sure he's always ready to go to lunch. That's right. Or not ready. Sometimes he's not ready. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. he doesn't want to go sometimes to lunch. He doesn't want to go to lunch. Sometimes I don't he want to go to lunch. Sometimes he can't make up his mind whether he wants to go to lunch or not go to lunch. Right. It all depends on when he has the, the Dan and single cup serving. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. It pushes lunch back in a half hour <laughs> here and there. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Well, that was interesting. It was very interesting. George, uh, let's go to the top of this thing, right? So George I'm happy is, that Grace didn't spit out any new characters for us. Yeah, on this one, right? That's true. A couple one, of the old favorites. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. No crazy lawyers jumping into the thing or anything. That's it's right. just two yeah. old faves. Two old faves. <laughs> All right. So so we it's George is in Williamson's office. He's in the office. Yeah. We finally get to see the office. Yeah. It's crazy That's back good there. That's too. Yeah. We haven't been at Premier Properties this whole time. So 4 minutes in but, we get a look at Premier Properties. And we've never been in that office. In Williamson's office. That's right. That's true. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying to you. That's right. Okay. So, I feel like you're caught up now. <laughs> I am. We've never been in this well, office. We've had before. glimpses of it, but we, we've, we've never been We've seen it from yeah. the outside. Right. Right? But we've never but been But now inside. we're in it. That's right. We're in there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh it's, it's uncomfortable in there. It's yeah. yeah. It is not pleasant. No. <laughs> no. No. No, it's drab. And it's the boring. Sticks themed ink blotter is weird. <laughs> weird. He likes sticks. What I, can it we may say? Not obviously, I mean, I don't, right? I don't know. Come sail away with yeah, Williamson. That's right. Yeah. Domo arigato, Mr. <laughs> Roboto. Um they were really taking a stab. <laughs> they were. I mean, I, li- I like a concept album. They were and swinging all, for the fences. They really were. Yeah, yeah. That was good though. Yeah. Um so George is seated at in front of Williamson's desk. That's right, where a client might be on the other side of the exactly, desk. Exactly, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Williamson seated, of course, in the seat of power behind his desk. Yeah, that's right. And as it opens up, he's closing a drawer, like a file drawer there on the desk. Yeah, yeah, notice that. Yep. And uh, <laughs> very observant. Of totally him. noticed it. <laughs> didn't, didn't not notice it. Totally noticed it. Saw it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, and it starts out with uh, uh, Williamson's like, well, what do you want, George? What's what? What? Get out of here! You know that kind he, of thing. Sure, as and, you would expect from Williams. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And George has come to talk to him uh, about something. He explains, you know, the thing with the leads, and he's been on a cold streak, and he's kind of beating around the bush. Yeah. About what he's obviously he's uncomfortable. He wants to get something off his chest. Exactly. Yeah. And Williamson's not really listening to him. He's just kind of like you know, (laughs) totally distracted. Come on, George, get on with it. Totally Williamsoning him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then George starts to explain how he's lost his confidence. I got no confidence. Right. I can't. Uh, we've heard this before. From right. Exactly. Right. You can't close them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's very similar to just about the same spot in the old movie. It is. You know, shockingly four. similar. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, you know. I mean, yeah. You got to. happens. You got to bridge the gap. Right. Exactly. Right, Grace? Grace? <laughs> Grace? Put that coffee down. What the hell, bitch? I just picked this coffee up. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? <laughs> I, I do feel like that was Shelley's inner monologue when he had the thing, and <laughs> I just remember when Blake up. was yeah. like, "I yeah. He's put that coffee the, down." He's holding the coffee. Yeah, like, he's like, "But I just, I'm about to pour it." <laughs> what? Why? You couldn't have stopped me on my way back here, <laughs> right? Right. You had to wait until I had it ready to pour. Right. <laughs> that's Blake. That is Blake. That's the yeah, timing. That's of Blake, exactly right. right. What's the most? What's the most humiliating time right. to say the something most to annoying him? and infuriating time I could tell him to <laughs> right. stop doing that? When the coffee is just about just at the about edge to... of the pot, is just about to pour a, a delicious drip out <laughs> into the cup, and that's when you call it off. Did you say delicious? Delicious. <laughs> that's <yeah>. amazing. <laughs> that is some kosher coffee, and it is delicious. <laughs> Guy didn't want to start the episode with an accent. <laughs> Says delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> anyway so george tells uh williamson he's made a decision williamson's like okay okay right what, what? is it get right. to the point exactly you long-winded jackhole <laughs> and george is like I, I don't think i can do this anymore that's right which is i mean a revelation not, it is a revelation yeah it's kind of surprising yeah but I we, mean, I guess in a way. Yeah, I mean, we know George hates the job. But what is the... Yeah, okay, thank you. That was exactly what I was going to reference. What's the last thing we heard him say? Right. Oh, God, I hate I this hate job. I hate this job. Right. Yeah, so... And so maybe... Maybe it's like, right, maybe that call doesn't go well, and he's like, I do hate this job. Yeah. I do. I, or maybe he looks at everything... I can't do this anymore. He looks around the office, yeah. right? He he sees uh, Shelly's desk. What does he see? Shelly's desk is empty. Shelly. Moss's desk is empty. Right, he's in Wisconsin. Ricky never comes in the office because he's just dropping off contracts and then he's back out. But he's you know, there somewhere. now. He is there now. He works there, but he rarely comes in, I would right. say. You know, oh, he's I see. Out, he's out working his thing, you know what I mean? He's I got see. all the good leads. He doesn't need to stop in the office all that frequently other than the drop-off contracts. I'll be at the rest. Right, he'll be at the rest. He'll be wherever, just yeah. selling whoever's there. Sure. So George is like the only, he's the last of the Mohicans here, you know what I mean? And Offensive. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and uh, so maybe he's like, maybe now is the time. What he is sees it? Arrow, no? Arrow, no? Is oh that what you gosh. did there? And then you went Mohegans? No. So, God damn it, dude. What? Get with the program. <laughs> Language is truth. And you need to really get on board with that. Oh and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to. Anyway. Uh, so, George. Uh, Afraid to speak. Why? No, I'm just. I'm not going to answer that. You're you not know, going to dignify that. Exactly, I will not dignify that with a response. That's exactly right. That's absolutely right. Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. So George, I th- maybe looks around the room and he's like, maybe, maybe now is the time. I'm not getting any younger. That's right. And now is the time. 
Right. Right. He's not getting any younger and he I gotta be the job. Me. I got to do me. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's time. Right. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't know who I am anymore. There you am go. I your podcast partner or am I George Arano? I don't know. <laughs> right? George has to do what George has to do. That's the way that goes. That's right. Right? I agree. So he's like, um, I'm I'm leaving, I guess. I used, and, then, and then immediately into Williamson's office. Right. Right. So he goes in. And he's taking care of business. Yeah. Like he's not going to let this linger. He's, a lot of times we all, you and I will sometimes feel right. like a thing should be done, yep. but we'll just sit on it. And he may have been lingering in this job for years with the same itching feeling, Please. you know, and he's he just obviously been there way too long. Exactly. Already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, now that the robbery has happened and everything's sort of chaotic, he feels maybe that's the thing that pushes him over the edge. Added I don't know. to which he can't, he realizes he can't close them in a way that he hasn't before. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, so he goes in, he's made this decision. For Christ. Right. <laughs> Doesn't think he can do this anymore. <laughs> right. And, um, and Williamson is not surprised. No, he's Let's not. be honest. Williamson is right. like relieved. Yeah. He's like, ah, yes. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, I'm not one to criticize Grace. Yes, I am. But this, this scene could have been trimmed way down. <laughs> <laughs> we could have just, William, right? Williamson is like, thank you. Thank you. Get out. <laughs> And then it's over. Maybe, yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but but at any rate. But far be it for me to criticize Grace. Yeah. Grace. Well, <laughs> um How come every time I ask uh, Grace to speak up, you roll your eyes? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know what you expect I mean, from this her. This is all new, buddy. It We're is all figuring new. it all out. That's right. Okay. We are. All right. Um so Williamson agrees that George can't do this anymore. He's right. Like, yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. And then George is sort of surprised and taken aback. Yeah, not so fast. Like, you're right. Exactly. I'm not. I wasn't sure I wanted this. <laughs> right. I thought right. I was until you said I should, and then exactly. Right. Yeah. And now it's yeah. like, oh, now it's real. That's it. Yeah. And we all go through that. Yeah. Right. Those totally. big decisions. Absolutely. Right. You you can be so sure in one minute, and then the second it's taken from you, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. There goes my comfort. Yes. Right. That's exactly right. That's absolutely right. Yeah. So um, Williamson's like, fine. Accept your resignation. Right. Clean out your desk. Yeah. By lunch. Mitch and Mary will be sorry. No, they won't. Right. God (laughs) damn it, Williamson. A (laughs) dick to the very end. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's, uh, that wasn't necessary, as George says, right? I mean, it was, uh, you know, he enjoyed that a little too much. Seems unnecessary. Right. (laughs) Um, And then George. (laughs) Is like hemming and hawing, like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think maybe I should. Maybe uh, uh, I was, maybe I was too hasty. Right. <laughs> is that the only time we use hasty? I don't. Is when we've come to a thing too fast, Probably. Like conceptually. Yeah. I don't. I don't hear physically people being described as being hasty. Huh. It's always in thought or action, right? You're too hasty. Yeah. You jump the gun on that. That's right. Right. Yeah. But hasty itself, I don't think by itself means something pejorative. Right. Necessarily, you're probably it? right. No, it could probably be used more broadly. Yeah, it's just not a word a lot of people use anymore. Right? Yeah, like in a race to center court for the leads, you could say Moss was hasty, <laughs> like in a positive way. That's right. You're saying, couldn't you? I he get- got after it with haste. Yeah, that's true. Made haste. That's right. He right? made haste. Yeah, he was hasty. Yeah, yeah. You're goddamn right. I was hasty. <laughs> fucking leads we're talking about. Hasty, All right, I'm sorry. Hasty, sorry, hasty doughy bastard. Sorry. For that. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Hasty, angry bastard. That's Moss. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. 
And so George goes on this this little jag about lunch and going to lunch. That's and, right. And yeah, not coming back. It's, from he's lunch. all very yeah lunch and and to to didn't I mean not to armchair psychologist this here, but George's uh, fascination with lunch. Right. Yeah, he does have a fascination, <laughs> especially with, lunch. with Williamson. Yeah, those two seem to. I think it's about being in the office, being out of the office. Right. Like what those? What, how the roles shift. The power struggle. That's right. You know, it's all, it is kind of wrapped up in a break or a lunch or yeah. a respite from the stress. Yeah. And I, I just want to say like that all of this lunch talk, psychologically, it means something. That's right. Right. I, I agree with it's you. It's very meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, and in the, in the Glengarry Glen Ross, it's very much a power play by Williamson. For sure. To g- go to lunch. He's That's really right. saying, get out of. Get That's out right. of my office. Right. You know, go to and lunch. And George is saying, lunch is my own thing. Right. And I will not go to lunch. I will decide when I go this to lunch. This is my lunch. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> and Did I, you ever have a job where you had to take lunch at the same time every day? No, I don't think I have. Oh, good for you. Yeah. That's good. That's a really good sign. It is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember that. I Actually, not, a, not a, like a long-term thing. I've had temporary jobs where, you know, I worked in like a, a toilet seat factory, you know, and the whistle would go off. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm sorry. You thought we were just going to slip right on by that to lunch? <laughs> this yeah. is the first time this has come up in our lifetime. Is together. that true? Really? Yeah, I can't buddy. believe that's true. You worked in a toilet seat factory? I did. Did you? <laughs> Let me. See. I don't know where you begin. It was okay. It was one of those places. I don't know where I begin and the toilet seat ends. <laughs> Do you? Okay. Was it all encompassing? Like you did hard and soft toilet seats? They made uh, the soft ones. They made only the soft ones. If I remember correctly. Oh my god! So yeah. So and my job there, only I was there. The soft ones. Yeah, and the ones that go. Yeah, when no, you sit on them, uh, right? they're Those. the worst yeah. things ever. Yeah, yeah, and that's all they made. Yeah, no hard molded in there. I don't think so. I think it no was... beryllium <laughs> toilet seats. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It was a long time ago, and it was just like a summer job kind of thing, right? I worked there what, just a month. One or so, would maybe. hope. Yeah, and m- I was brought in to do um, testing. No, sit on these seats. I wish, buddy. Instead, sit, we were doing have a cup of squat right here. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Now we're back Emotionally, to episode two. How I don't you know feel? What's <laughs> um, so uh, I was brought into inventory. Okay, the sheets of vinyl that uh, are used to make to cover these toilets. the foam. Exactly. So right. we were counting. Um, that's actual vinyl. That's ass vinyl. Yeah, exactly. That's vinyl that's going to be catching ass <laughs> that's right. for the rest of its life. That's right. Yeah. I got it at the at the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Any later and I would have been in trouble. Yeah. But so they would it's have- It's just ass flesh pressed on me. <laughs> that's what I do. Uh, I'm the vinyl uh, that covers your soft toilet seat. And I welcome you in. I've, I've come accustomed to what this is and what I am. I welcome you in, but I will say it's not- uh, my every dream. <laughs> <laughs> so we would, we would have, there would be boxes of different kinds of sheets. So it might be like the pink with the bunny on it or the, the brown with the flower Heaven, on it heavens. or whatever. And the best part was if, if you got to heavens. one of the, if you got to one of the boxes and it had been ripped open, like, like if it was open for any reason, you had to take the sheets out and count them one by one, like individually to, cause we never knew if the, if the box was sealed, how, how many per box, I don't know, 120 or something. It was a lot. So if, so the, if, if it was 120, but the box was open, you had to count 120 
Well, we have to figure out how many or were in there. Or 118 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Because people were pilfering them? I, no, because it was inventory. They wanted to know like how much stuff they had sure, so they would know sure. what to order for right. the next so year. So there weren't a ton of partially partially Correct. used boxes. Okay. But there were okay. some. All right. And when you came across one, it was like you you just wanted to kill yourself because <laughs> you had to count these sheets of vinyl. And uh, the place was so... I would so feel like when you walked into the building, <laughs> you would want to kill yourself. Like what? <laughs> Walking up to the building, parking your car at the building <laughs> is like, no, I can't even go in here. I, nope. The best part was, so I was a temp and one of the other guys that was a temp with me was about my same age, maybe a little younger. And he was the son of the owner of this toilet seat company. Temping? Yeah. T- doing the same thing I was doing. But... Because he was That's this, like mailroom shit. Yeah, you got to work your ex- way up. Exactly. Junior. Like yeah, today, yeah. he's running that place for sure. Right? But back sure. then, Dad was like, "Oh, son, yeah, you got to yeah, start yeah. at the bottom." Yeah, you yeah. Know, blah blah. Yeah. So uh, we all had to be like on our best behavior because he was the he was son. The son. He was going to yeah, rat you out. He was going to report you back. Yeah. So we, the one of the other temps that came in, we called him Spider Man. <laughs> Because he would he would vanish like like he'd work for maybe forty five minutes yeah yeah and yeah then did, and one day I saw where he went oh and he the side of the building had one of those uh, had a train track that went alongside and it had a big opening big door opening where trains used to pull up and they would load and unload stuff off the train right. into this big warehouse sure thing. and one day I saw him disappear out that hole because they kept it open it was summer and and he his leg went up. Like I saw those feet go up in the air. Fair <laughs> and enough. So I poked my head out, and there was a ladder that went up to the roof. Yeah. So he would he would hide and go climb up on the roof and yeah. sit up there until lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then come down and have lunch, and then he'd disappear again for the afternoon. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. I I, I, I I've never seen anything like it. What What do you mean? <laughs> That's what you would have done? Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I never had a job I didn't have a hiding place. <laughs> what are you talking about? Meanwhile. That's day one. <laughs> That's orientation day. I'm like, hiding place, hiding place, hiding place, hiding place, hiding place. Oh, hiding place. Fantastic. Meanwhile, the rest of us are working in this dirty place, and well, the poor the poor people work there full time. Like, show some ingenuity, buddy. <laughs> there was one lady whose job was to take the finished, the whole finished toilet seat. You know how they come in a box? And it has a handle on the top when yeah, you buy them at sure. Home Depot. Yeah, no, I buy them all the time. Yeah. I'm lousy so, with toilet seats. <laughs> Her job was to take the finished box and push it against this machine that would punch in the plastic handle on the top. Oh. That's what she did all fucking day. All day. Eight sure. hours a day. Sure. That's all she did. And now it's it's automated, mechanized. Yeah, exactly. Now right? it's mechanized. Um, better or worse? Uh, I don't know. That, Anything to get you off this toilet seat I know. story. I was, but that that was the lady that made me the saddest in the whole place. Because she, uh, she had worked there for 20 yeah, years doing this. She I made, mean, a, made a good living, yeah, one would assume. Honest, right? honest job. Honest, right, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So, but it just must have been eight hours of absolute mundanity. I, and mean, it, I can't imagine. And it was before podcasts. Yeah. Like I could do that job and if she, I had to now because I could listen to stuff the whole while I did it. And I would bet they wouldn't let you. You know, they'd be like, it's it's not safe yeah, for right. you not to be, right. you know, you, either the, the yeah. wires could get caught in yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. and blah, blah, and your yeah, head yeah. gets pulled off. Yeah. They'd be like, no, no, no headphones, no nothing. You're yeah. just going to have to do that all yeah. day. Well, you know what you're going to have to do all day? What? Suck on my balls. Because <laughs> I'm not doing this all day without listening to something. Well, that's what I'm saying. How yeah. did this lady not go insane doing yeah. that all day? And it's I mean just... all day. <laughs> I mean all day. I'm talking an eight to four shift, buddy. <laughs> And will you go to lunch? No. I think you will not go to lunch. Not today. Lunch is already in your mouth. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. That's terrible. And I apologize. You can. Can we get back to hiding places at work, though, real quick? Sure. Just real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I can't believe you didn't do that. No. 
I think I, one I'm time baffled. I did when I'm I was baffled. when I had my first job and I was like 13 years old. I worked at the local library in my hometown. Okay, and I would hide out in like the back in the magazine room. Plenty of places to hide out in the library. Yeah, right. And I would pretend I was putting the magazines away or whatever, sure. just sure. to not have to like go back out there. Because a lot of times at that job, I was just putting books away. Sure. And when I finished putting the books away, there was nothing else to do. Yeah. So I, rather than standing around doing nothing, I would yeah. just walk around in the magazine room and find like old time magazines and look at them and stuff. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. I worked as a, I was a stock boy for a liquor store Oh, and uh, I would often build up cases of beer around me <laughs> in the walk-in fridge. That's very ingenious. That's pretty ingenious. great. Yeah, it worked ingenious. like a charm. <laughs> I just had to like double up on the socks and undies, long undies, and I could hide in there for hours. And did people come in and be like, where's Matt? It was, hey, yeah. Matt, I thought Matt was in oh, here. I thought, he, I thought he was in here. I thought, I thought him, he, he went in here, I know, at some point. And you were like, just uh, me and the Bud, just Bud Light. That's I'm right. only Bud That's Light, right. nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, and That's then great. yeah, I mean, there's I had t- every place I ever worked, literally. You had a hiding I had a hiding place. place. That's hilarious. How do you not? <laughs> I don't. That's the I only one just, I can think of. It's just the difference between you and me, huh? I buddy? guess so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> do you think George had a hiding place at uh, Premier Properties? There's no question. Really? Yeah. Where did he hide? Under Donaldson's desk. <laughs> <laughs> no one's looking under Donaldson's <laughs> That's desk. That's true. Right? There's nothing there. He's so. there so sporadically. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Right? There's nothing even on that desk. Exactly. If you'll know. Yeah. There's probably nothing under I, it I like how Donaldson George. packs up the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> takes it with him. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> and George is under there just hiding. Poor George. Yeah. Well, not anymore. I like to get a $100,000 bar and just... <laughs> Come under here and uh, yeah, just contemplate. Just, you know, some caramel, chocolate, and my thoughts. <laughs> and nougat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love George Arano loving nougat. <laughs> oh, he would love nougat, nougat too. Nougat is one, it's one, practically one of my favorite things. I don't understand why nougat is not on the periodic table it of elements. It's a bad rap, it's quite really frankly. Sh- <laughs> it, should be, it should have its own, you know, periodic symbol and everything. Absolutely. I mean, it's and a, you. Well, and you, that's right. Nougat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nougat. Back to the minute. Okay, yeah, anyway. Stay on target. Stay well, on target. we're just about to the end. Okay, so, that's true. And then finally, uh, Williamson gets fed up and just says, George, you're fired. Right. And uh, and then the train comes. Through, yeah, we right? hear the train. Yeah. That's right. That's right. This is a good uh, uh, Grace. Grace picking is up really. The train thing, yeah, she's yeah. been. Yeah, it's, and the emotional impact of what it's right. It's means. a big deal. George is left uh, jobless, which is right. how he defines himself. We've right. talked at length about this. Yep. Um, yeah, and it's and now he is left with a blank canvas essentially, which is that's both right. exciting and horrifying. Yeah, scary and yeah. and new. Yeah, that's really so. Yeah, exciting and horrifying. Yeah, exactly. which I said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But yet, still, George, being George, still wants to go to lunch. Scary and new. <laughs> Love. <laughs> exciting and new. Come aboard. Come aboard. We're, We're expecting, expecting you. And love. Oh, I was going to go right into it. There's another little. Won't hurt anymore. <laughs> Hey, you know, I love this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to stop. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Soon we'll be making another run. Oh, what a great show. The love boat promises something for everyone. Set a course for adventure. Your mind on a new romance. Boy. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. It's especially good podcasting. <laughs> I know that. 
That's what I know. I used to watch The Love Boat every week, like Friday nights at 8 o'clock. You loved whatever. it. You were a big fan. parked in front of the TV. I knew it was corny even at the time. Yeah, but, but I loved it. You did? Yeah. I didn't love it. Oh, really? I love Fantasy Island. I was locked similar, in for both. Similarly. Yeah, came uh, on right afterwards. Corny. Yeah. But I loved Fantasy Island. I didn't, I just, something about Love Boat. I was in for both. Something would, about stooping. <laughs> didn't sit well with me. You understand what I'm saying? What's, Something about that stubing. What's he doing over there? I feel like stubing is like what you, that's what you call what you do to 14 year olds in the basement. <laughs> I didn't like stubing for that. He gave me that kind of vibe. He gave okay. me a very, very spacey esque vibe. Gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, sure. Stubing. What are you doing down I mean, there, he was stubing? The captain. He might have been using his that's position. What I'm saying. That's right. Know. Yeah. You want to come look at the bridge, kid? <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? I do. do you like gladiator movies, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. Yeah. I didn't like stupid. <laughs> it really was a huge deterrent for me. Isaac, on the other hand, big fan. Yeah, sure. Right? Sure. Double finger guns. <laughs> That's right. Big fan. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> <laughs> I how how about it? I took to the bartender even the, as a child. That, hey, how about that? Right? That's yeah. weird. The great Ted Lange. <laughs> it's not it wasn't Lang. Are we sure about that? Uh, I think it was Lange. It was Lange. We'll have Bert, Bert take a look. A Bert, I think it was. I think yeah, it was let's look up the pronunciation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so George is fired. Train comes through, and then he still wants to go to lunch. Can I still go to lunch. Uh, I can still go to lunch, though, right? Because <laughs> that means he has control, right? It's right. His, That's right. It's his thing. It's yes. his his emotion. He's got something to hang on to, which is I can it's still go to lunch. Solid point. Salient so, point. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Thank you. Good one. Yeah, that, that lunch is control. Lunch right. is about control and yeah. freedom. And yeah. he needs to know he still has that for the moment. That's right. And who knows what's going to happen to him <sighs> now. Georgie boy, Georgie boy. I worry. I <laughs> yeah. worry. Yeah, I do too. I'm on the edge of my seat. Grace, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I just want you to know. Yeah, like uh, the how I handle the rest of my seating is in your hands. <laughs> I could either sit back, bored, and annoyed. Or I could remain on the edge of my seat. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that you'll be up on the edge. Sure. Along with the rest of That's us. That's where Grace aims to keep y'all. That's right. Right? Yeah, totally. So um, I thought since we didn't do this in the last episode, we should check in with a quick, what would David Mamet oh, think? Oh, for sure. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it, love it, tell us to shove it. What would David Mamet think? Oh, and I think we're somewhere in the hate it, tell us to shove it range, somewhere on that edge of the, on that end of the spectrum. Right. Because what are the choices? Hate it, love it, love it, hate it, love it, tell us to shove tell it. Tell us to shove it. Yeah. Y- you know, we're never even going to sniff around love it. <laughs> no. Right? No. Like, we're never yeah. even going to get close to yeah. love it. If we, if we start getting close to like it, I'd be surprised. No, yeah. Are you kidding me? It's 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 always going to stay in the hate it tell yeah. us to shove it area. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but you know he has the option. Right. You laid it out in the jingle. <laughs> so if he wants to love it, he's more than welcome he can, to. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. It's I not would, on us. I would be more than thrilled if he loved it. All on him. That's right. Nothing on us. <laughs> We've done our part. That's right. And frankly, you've done your part. You've done the part. I had nothing to do with that jingle. It's beautiful. It's oh. perfect. You laid out his options for him very clearly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's, I mean, it's on you now, Dave. That's right. Right? So let us know. Yeah. David Allen Mamet, <laughs> the antique uh, medicine ball is in your <laughs> side of the in your, multi-use gymnasium. <laughs> in your wooden shed in Vermont. Oh, come on whatever, now. You know? Yeah, he doesn't keep a medicine ball in a shed. No, where do you keep it? Ah, you got to keep it oiled in the <laughs> house in proper climbs. <laughs> 
buddy. It could have a, he could have like don't, a wood you know burning what? stove don't, in I the shed. I want to treat your medicine ball the way you treat it. <laughs> I feel like somebody needs to rescue your medicine ball. <laughs> I only the problem is I, don't, I only have modern medicine balls. I don't have the ancient antique one like he does that needs all the oil and everything. It does need oil. Mine's it needs just rubber. Rubbins. Yeah, mine's just rubber, so it doesn't need rubbins. Yeah, but what? Ha- yeah, but yours is not as pleasing to the eye. No, nor the sniffer. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And his was made by hand by some, you know, some person with a story. That's right. Mine was made by a machine in China, you know, so. <laughs> right. Or a lady standing well, at a machine yeah, for eight right, hours a day. Right, right. Or a small child or somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. So, yeah. So what would he think of this? Is this how we handle this? What would he think of this particular minute? Sure. That Grace has produced? Let's talk about that. I think one thing he might like about it is that it, it doesn't introduce new characters. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's good. Right? We're that's a solid back positive. In, yeah, we're sort of focused again on premier properties. That's right. Which is yeah. good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and everything else would make him want to strangle us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The whole lunch thing, I think. Uh, even though you, you've you made some excellent points about what it means psychologically. Well, as have you, my friend. That uh, I think he'd be like, oh, it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> 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 who, who does people do people listen to this <laughs> what are they doing with their lives <laughs> he's so effete at this point he probably doesn't even understand Understand. What people are doing with their lives? Yeah, he probably does. Right? Yeah, I, I think I mean, you're right. He's been sequestered, as it were. I think you're right. As he's, a as a genius, you 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 earn that. That's right. Right. Yep. It's well within his rights. But one of the one of the failings is you become out of touch with the the you know regular people. The proletariat. What yeah, he would exactly. call the lumpen proletariat. There you go. Yeah. yeah. He's a lot like Barton Fink, kind of like exactly. He's, just like, he's all in his own head. And exactly. He doesn't understand real people. Yeah. 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 Wow. What, what do you think? David Mamet thinks of the Cone Brothers. Oh, that's a good question. Well, thank you, buddy. Uh, I Fucking think, answer. Well, <laughs> I think he probably appreciates the writing, you know, because you it's do really think he good. Appre- but it's very colorful, very floral, very uh, uh, flowery, very uh, pastoral, very. Uh, <laughs> do you, you know what I'm saying? I do. It, it leans more towards the poetry. Yeah. Than maybe Dave does. Yeah. And yeah. You don't think he finds that? Um, no. I don't know. I feel like it's, if it's not a lean, mean, scripted machine, <laughs> then he's not happy with it. Yeah, it's very stylized. Right, that's you know, exactly what do. I'm saying. But so, yeah. I mean, so is his Ex- work, actually. Exactly, right? yeah. His, he Just claims to be simple. Differently right? stylized. Exactly, but it is very stylized yes. and heightened. Agreed. So I think in that way, they're similar. Okay. Um, and I think he would appreciate the movie making. As a director, I think he would have to say that their movies are exquisitely made. I agree with that statement. However, I've seen David Mamet movies, and I've seen Coen Brothers movies, and they are not at all similar. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I do. Like, I think maybe Dave would think it's all too much. Right. Like that is all too much. It's too indulgent and all that Stand stuff. Stand on the spot. Say your line. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. That's not what the Coen brothers have going it's on true. on yeah. their set. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I'm curious. It's you. You. You're probably right because I. I because I love the Coen brothers so much. As do I. I think I have rose-colored glasses about their stuff, and and you may be right that Dave might be just like, eh, it's all. I mean, just, for Dave, oh. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for Dave, right? Yeah, that's a good. That's uh, it's interesting it to is think interesting. about. Yeah, I wonder if there's anything out there. We'd have to check. Bert? Let's get Bert to work like on that. Like Mamet, Coen Brothers, any right. kind of crossover, any right. kind of... It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see a, a Coen Brothers direct a Mamet script. <gasps> that would be something, wouldn't it? <gasps> yeah? Come on. I mean, I yeah. More than anything, I would like that, I That think. would be really cool. And the words to be Dave's. Right. 
And then, like, even what De Palma did with The Untouchables. Right. Beautiful. Yep. Like, all amazing to me. Yeah. Breathtaking. Like, put put your words in the hands of a director, buddy. Right. <laughs> and you stay behind that Underwood typewriter. Right. And make it make it work. And the De Palma thing was the perfect um, match. Because De, Palma, De Palma's movies look awesome, but sometimes it's Are so lacking silly. In, yeah, in the story, story is yeah. just ridiculous Absolutely. and silly. And he's written it and it doesn't make it. It's just stupid. Absolutely. And then... You know, you match that up with Mamet, who's a great writer, but his the direction is a little stiff and a little like you know that's absolutely maybe right. oversimplified for sure. Uh, and so it was a really good match made in heaven between those two guys. Agreed. It, it's just such a that's such a great movie. Agreed. Not unlike James Foley. Let's be honest. Yeah, Foley. Yep. Ba boom. Yep. Right. Did a great job. Oh, knocked it out of the park. <laughs> he did. He did. Right. Yep. Yeah. We'll have to ask him about that when we have him on. What do you think David Mamet's favorite Coen Brothers movie would be? <laughs> oh, man. I know. It's tough. That is tough. I'm going to go... Um, do you have one off the top of your head? Sure. Go ahead. It's mine. What? Hudsucker. Oh, Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah, okay. Sure. Right? I was thinking of a comedy, too. Yeah. I was going to go Raising Arizona. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can see Dave really liking that. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Sure, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude. I didn't write the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote the fucking jingle. I'm trying to play along. You came up with the segment, though. <laughs> that spurned the jingle. Touche. So. <laughs> well, All right, I'm getting the wrap it up eyes. I'm getting the wrap it up eyes. So why don't we wrap it up? You've heard of Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> I'm getting the wrap it up eyes. All right, fine. We'll wrap it up. Cool. Fine. Well, Fine. We'll finish in 10 seconds. Okay. <laughs> well, this was fun. It was fun. <laughs> and uh, we got more stuff from coming for you, hopefully, from Grace and us. Stay later. tuned. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.